Hey guys, this is Rupam Rai and welcome to my podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to again touch a major topic which really needs to be talked about. So many people are talking about in social media about this topic and everywhere there is a topic which is trending. But we sh- we should go inside the depth of this topic. We should understand what this topic is. So the topic is what is depression? Let us go inside the depth of this topic. If you really want to understand what is depression and what are the cures, how we can just prevent it, how we can counsel people, then this podcast is for you. Depression, major depressive disorder, is a common and serious medical illness that negatively affects how you feel, the way you think, and how you act. Fortunately, it is also treatable. Depression causes feelings of sadness and or a loss of interest in activities you once enjoyed. It can lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems and can decrease your ability to function at work and at home. Depression symptoms can be vary from mild to severe and can include feeling sad or having a depressed mood, loss of interest or pleasure in activities once enjoyed, changes in appetite, weight loss or gain unrelated to dieting, trouble sleeping or sleeping too much, loss of energy or increased fatigue, increase in purposeless physical activity example inability to sit still, pacing, handwriting or slowed movements or speech. These actions must be severe enough to be observed by others. Feeling worthless or guilty. Difficulty thinking, concentrating or making decisions. Thoughts of death or suicide. Symptoms must last at least two weeks and must represent a change in your previous level of functioning for a diagnosis of depression. Also medical conditions, example thyroid, Thyroid problems, a brain tumor or vitamin deficiency can mimic symptoms of depression, so it is important to rule out general medical causes. Depression affects an estimated 1 in 15 adults, 6.7% in any given year, and 1 in 6 people, 16.6% with experienced depression at some time in their life. Depression can occur at any time, but on average first appears during the late teens to mid-20s. Women are more likely than men to be experience depression. Some studies show that one third of women will experience a major depressive episode in their lifetime. This is a higher degree of heritability, approximately 40% when first degree relatives, parents, children, siblings have depression. Depression is different from sadness or grief. The death of loved one, loss of a job or the ending of a relationship are difficult experiences for a person to endure. It is normal feelings of sadness or grief to develop in response to such situations. Those experiencing loss often might describe themselves as being depressed. But being sad is not the same as having depression. The grieving process is natural and unique to each individual and shares some of the features of depression. Both grief and depression may involve intense sadness and withdrawal from usual activities. They are also different in important ways. In grief, painful feelings come in waves, often intermixed with positive memories of the decreased. In major depression, mood and or interest pleasure are decreased for most of two weeks. In grief, self-esteem is usually maintained. In major depression, feelings of worthlessness and self-loathing are common. In grief, thoughts of death, 
may surface when thinking of a fantasizing about joining the decreased loved one in major depression thoughts are focused on ending one's life due to feeling worthless or undeserving of living or being unable to cope with the pain of the depression grief and depression can coexist for some people the death of a loved one losing a job or being a victim of physical assault or a major disaster can lead to depression when grief and depression co-occur the grief is more severe and lasts longer than grief without depression discussing between grief and depression is important and can exist popular in getting the help support or treatment the need risk factors for depression depression can affect anyone even a person who appears to live in relatively ideal circumstances several factors can play a role in depression biochemistry difference in certain chemicals in the brain may contribute to symptoms of depression next is genetics depression can run in families for example if one identical twin has depression the other has a 70% chance of having the illness sometime in life third personality people with low people with low self esteem who are easily overwhelmed by stress or who are generally pessimistic appear to be more likely to experience depression environmental factors continuous exposure to violence neglect abuse or poverty may make some people more vulnerable to depression how is depression treated this is a very important question that we should be focused on now get your focus right here in this podcast that how is depression treated depression is among the most treatable or of mental disorders between 80% and 90% of the people with depression eventually respond well to treatment almost all patients gain some relief from their symptoms before a diagnosis or treatment a health professional should conduct a thorough diagnostic evaluation including an interview and a physical examination in some cases a blood test might be done to make sure the depression is not due to the medical condition like a thyroid problem or a vitamin deficiency reversing the medical cause would alleviate the depression like symptoms the evaluation will identify specific symptoms and explore medical and family histories as well as cultural and environmental factors with the goal of arriving at a diagnosis and planning a course of action medication brain chemistry may contribute to an individual's depression and may factor into their treatment for this reason antidepressants might be prescribed to help modify one's brain chemistry these medications are not sed- sedatives uppers or tranquilizers they are not habit forming generally antidepressants medications have no stimulating effect on people not experiencing depression antidepressants may produce some improvement within the first week or two of use yet full benefits may not be seen for 2 to 3 months if a patient feel little or no improvement after several weeks his or her psychiatrist can alter the dose of the medication or add or substitute another antidepressant in some situations other psychotropic medications may be helpful it is important to let your doctor know if a medication does not work or if you experience side effects psychiatrists usually recommend that patient continue to take the medication for 6 or more months after the symptoms have improved longer term maintenance treatment may be suggested to decrease the risk of future episodes for certain people at high risk psychotherapy or talk therapy is sometimes used alone for treatment of mild depression for moderate to several depression psychotherapy is often used along with antidepressants medications 
Cognitive behavior therapy CBT has been found to be effective in treatment depression. CBT is a form of a therapy focused on the problem solving in the present. CBT that is uh, cognitive behavioral therapy helps a person to recognize distorted negative thinking with a global with a global or goal of changing thoughts and behaviors to respond to the challenges in a more positive manner. Psychotherapy may involve only the individuals, but it can include others. For example, families or couple therapy can help address issues within these close relationships. Group therapy brings people with similar illness together in a supportive environment and can assist the participant to learn how others cope in the similar situation. Depending on the severity of the depression, treatment can take a few weeks or much longer. In many cases, significant improvement can be made in 10 to 15 sessions. Next is electroconvulsive therapy. Electroconvulsive therapy ECT is a medical treatment that has been almost commonly reserved for patients with several major depression who have not responded to other treatments. It involves a brief electrical stimulation of the brain while the patient is under anesthesia. A patient typically receives ECT 2 to 3 times a week for a total of the 6 to 12 treatments. It is usually managed by a team of trained medical professionals including a psychiatrist and an esthetologist and a nurse or physician assistant. ECT has been used since the 1940s and many years of research have led to the major improvement and the recognition of its effectiveness as a mainstream rather than a last resort treatment. Next, self-help and coping. There are a number of things people can do to help reduce the symptoms of depression. For many people, regular exercise helps create positive feelings and improves mood. Getting enough quality sleep on a regular basis, eating a healthy diet and avoiding alcohol, a depressant, can also help reduce symptoms of depression. Depression is a real illness and help is available. With proper diagnosis and treatment, the vast majority of people with depression will overcome it. If you are experiencing symptoms of depression, a first step is to see your family, physician or psychiatrist. Talk about your concerns and request a thorough evaluation. This is the start to addressing your mental health needs. And there are a lot of depressions which we're going to talk about on the next podcast, which will be the part two of this podcast. So guys, being with me here, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I'm going to upload the next part of the podcast where we'll talk about the different types of depression and how we can cure them.